Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. So before we get started, I have to shout out one of the sponsors of this podcast, and that's Disney+. Plus. Now, by now, most of you guys should know what Disney Plus is. It's the home of brands like Marvel, Pixar, Disney, National Geographic, and many, many other brands. And you should be catching up on shows of theirs. I love Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, The Mandalorian, WandaVision. These are all great shows brought to you by Disney Plus. And if you're not checking them out, you should definitely go and check them out and tell them Hayes sent you. Peace. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Awakened Soul Podcast. I'm your host here, Hayes. And right off the top, if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And we back. Um, that's really just, I, I don't know how else to say it. It's been a long time, my longest stretch of walking away from this podcast uh, that I've ever done in my life. And um our first episode back, what we're really going to just talk about is just kind of where I've been, the things that I've gone through, um, and kind of, you know, just resetting the palette. Next week was when we'll start off with the deep content and stuff again. But I really just want to talk to you guys about, like, things that I've been going through and where I've been and, and let that be it. But, you know, before we can do all that, we got to go into the intro. And then after that, we'll hop into my dark and twisted, crazy-ass mind where we'll go inside the mind of Hayes. We'll get into all of that right after this. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. We're now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. All right, everyone. So, hey, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me on Awakened Soul, and I just appreciate you guys so much. And as I'm trying to find my rhythm back on this show, uh, for those who do know, and maybe don't know, like I have since, you know, my time away here, you know, started Chicago Bulls Central, which uh, actually started before my breakaway, but then it turned into Chicago Bears Central and Chicago Sky Central and just really been on the sports side. And then I kind of realized like, and just, and this is going to be an episode of, of just transparency. And I don't know how many like segments and defined segments we're going to have it, everything broken into, but you know, over the time that I've been gone, I realized that I was using the fact that I was doing sports it's kind of a way to not dig back in deep. And some of that was because I was just going through some shit. Like I've, I've since in my time being gone here and just the, the what, six month, seven month break um, that we've taken from this, from the last episode, lost two grandparents, um, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it was, it was tough and, and sports was kind of a refuge. And, you know, I know I'm not the only one to feel like that. And, you know, I used to talk about that type of stuff. Like, the, the fact that I get to do deeper content here on The Awakened Soul has never been something that I've taken for granted. It's never been something that I've ever, um, you know, like, I, I just I just don't take it for granted. Like, th to be able to come here, I always call, like, this my therapy session. In this studio, like, it's, it's called my sanctuary because this is where I'm able to be the most raw version of me. And to just be 100% honest, it was hard to get back into that mindset because the 100% version of me was in a honestly pretty dark place um and I don't even think that I quite realized it until I was like 
working my way and, and planning to come back to the awakened soul. I don't think I really realized just like where I was mentally um, and like how I was trying to avoid certain things. And, and, you know, in, in going like, like through that um, and, 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 you know, knowing I wanted to come back to the awakened soul and originally I had planned for my birthday to be the relaunch date and then getting and preparing for that episode, it was like, wait a second, like, this is why I haven't done this show. And so I had to sit for a minute and really process like process where I was and why I was there and and the things that went through that and I mean and caused me to be there and you know just spending some time and I won't lie to you guys like dealing with imposter syndrome is definitely a thing and I'm not saying any of this to be woe is me I'm not this I'm not any different from any other creative I'm sure you know depending on the type of content that they do they they have moments of feeling like this as well but I had to go through that I had to I had to sit in that moment for a minute before I really relaunched the show to kind of process right and because how how can i be the guy on the, the 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 podcast that talks about the culture that talks about a uh, mental health and like i haven't taken the time out to properly even go through what i was going through mentally i haven't taken the time out to really process where i was mentally and the crap that i was that i was feeling and just in all honesty and so in going through that and allowing myself to have that time i i you know you, you got to give yourself grace before you can really give anyone else grace and i had to give myself that that grace and you know in, in going through that and and you know having uh people around me that love me and 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 you know special people like that that just really allowed you know me to kind of you know zone in zone out do a, a whole bunch of different things but really sit back and do it and like over the last amount of time like I've had some of the best some of the worst some of the greatest uh moments of just my entire life and you know I, I really wanted to process that because the one thing that I've always wanted to do on this show is for it to be genuine. I always want this show to be genuine. I want it to be. I always say my dark and twisted, crazy ass mind because that is what it is. And I think everybody's mind is like that to a degree. And I don't mean to say everything's dark, but like if you get into the inner workings of a person, it's 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 deep. It's dark at times. And people go through shit. And I always say like the title of The Awakened Soul has nothing to do with being woke. It has to do with connection, right? awaken you 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 stir up something in someone so i believe when people connect if you really are connecting with somebody you do so on a spiritual uh level and a soulful level and so that's what the title of this came from and i had to i had to connect with myself um and so like in in, in jumping back into this and you know going through things and you know I, i'll say this like there were times where i was doing this show and just to be 100 percent frank and honest that you know, I'm talking about these mental health concepts or I'm talking about the culture and I'm just I'm just in a really dark place. And like so to step away from that, to have this outlet in sports that honestly is is, is a lot easier, but then I'm equally as passionate. So like if you guys are Bulls fans and you see that, like, you know, the passion is still there, but it's it's. It's not as introspective, right? You're looking at other things. You don't have to like internalize so much when you're doing that. And so, you know, I had to take some time out, and and I'm glad that I took that time out because it it has allowed me to kind of reassess, reevaluate, and refocus what I want to do here, but also do so in a place where I had to go through some things mentally. I had to, you know, process and 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 reevaluate, and you know, and going through some things. And we're going to talk about in the next segment is like because you know my kids are the biggest part of my life, but like to go through fatherhood and things like that like you have to be equipped and I had to give myself the, the proper weapons and the proper tools to fight that battle and I hadn't done that in such a long amount of time that it just it, it just reevaluated and refocused it for me so I guess I say all this to say in this dark and twisted crazy ass mind in the mind of haze in this segment it's just to say 
you're not alone, right? You're not, it's not all you. And I think sometimes I'm in the biggest culprit of feeling like that. Like it's just me. It has to be me alone. Like I always say, I'm an introvert. I'm an extreme introvert at that. And I know for the people who just know me from podcasting, you won't always think that, that I'm as introverted as what I am. But I really do, I can only recharge and refocus and I have to be almost alone to do so. But in that separating myself in a way from my loved ones and things like that, like it, it causes more distance. And how much am I really helping or being the leader that I should be if I'm not, if I'm not going through the things that I need to go through. I'm not processing those things emotionally so that I can regroup, retool and be a better father, be a better leader, be, leader, be a better partner, be a, all these things, right? And so in 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 the time that I've been away, it, I, I would like to see that say that I've refocused um in a major way to just be a better person overall. And you know, that 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 isn't something that I take lightly. And so, you know, I, I always Hayes and Cordero which is my actual name, are very two very distinct, different, not different people, but different sides of me. And I think we all have a duality in a way that sometimes we don't embrace. But in, in my duality in the time that I've been away, I've had to really forge those two kind of into one person to be better in both aspects of my life. And so, you know, at the end of the day, it's this. And I know that this has been a long intro into the Mind of Hay segment that usually isn't as long as this. But just to boil it down is this. Simply put, if you are going through something, whether no matter what the catalyst is, never minimize the catalyst, right? No matter what it is that sent you in your mental tailspin, if you're going through that or just in your depression or in your dark times or whatever you want to call it, no matter what sends you in that, embrace it. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Embrace that so then you can go on and be better equipped for the things and by embracing it, then you may find, hey, I have to go see, see therapy. I, you know, reading this book, taking some time, I just reevaluating yourself um, and, and having that time to really to just be introspective. And so, you know, that's where I sit with that. But that's it for the end of mine. Hey, so we're going to take a brief musical break and then we're going to come out the other side of that. I'm going to talk a little bit just again about the things that's going on in my life, where I've seen, where I see the world and then kind of move forward from that. We'll get into all that right after this. All right, so coming back um, and into our main discussion topic for today, um, it's really just about, so for those that don't know, over the course of the last, I'll just say year, right? I know I've only been a break from this podcast for about seven, eight months or so, but in the last year, it's been a year of change for me. Um, I have my children completely full time, basically now. Um, And, you know, I, I think raising teenagers for me, um, especially seeing my son, who's about to be 17 years old, and just the young man that he's growing into and turning into, um, and my daughter, my teenage daughter is one well, of my two oldest, Amaya and Xavier, and just watching them turn into the people that they turn into. And I think in many ways, those are two people that represent both sides of me. Um, Amaya and me, like I always say that we share a spirit um, because we are almost the same person. Um, and then me and Xavier, Xavier has all the greatness um, and, and, and best sides of me without many of the flaws. And that's just, it's great to see that because not, not because of the reflection it shows in me, but just to see him turn into this man that he's turning into. And like, and like, I, there was a, a minute there that like, I sat there and I, I had to question like, how good of a father am I? Right. I think everybody goes through that. How, how well, well have I prepared my children 
for the world that's coming at them soon, especially Xavier, like a junior. Um, he'd be a senior before we know it and out in the world. And, you know, he has plans to go to college and he knows he wants to be a child psychologist. And like just seeing this this little person that that, that like that I, I that I didn't his mama birthed him. But like the moment he came out, like and just seeing what he grew into into this man and he's still developing into that. And then see Amaya, like you guys know, Amaya's been on the show. She's talked about her own, uh, you know, dealing with her own things mentally and mental health. And she's one of the most uh, emotionally intelligent people, not just children, but people I have ever seen in my life. And to see these little people grow into what they've grown into and to now be the one who kind of is is there is is now basically the full time guarding with them as you know me and their mom live in different cities and they stay with me it's just like to watch that um I, you know I, I needed time and there was times where I was doubtful of my ability uh to really you know to guide them I was there's times where I'm doubtful of like because I haven't always been the best person I've made mistakes I've you know and I continue to make mistakes and um and you know it's so like and then then Alana and Xavier my two youngest and like Alana's just this smart as a whip like she can learn Anything's almost like it downloads from the matrix into her brain the way that she can learn something and be a master at it once she applies herself. And then Alan, you guys may know, um, I talked about this a little bit. I don't talk about it a lot because I don't want to make it seem like something that that hampers him because yeah, he's 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 on the spectrum slightly. Um, and you know, to see him overcome the things that he has to overcome and to just be an amazing child that's just like, and so I, I really see. You know, I look at my children and I look at the way they're growing. And like when I say that some of the escape that I had just covering sports was also allowing me to because like how I, like I can't not do the awakened soul and not talk about my actual life. And so to talk about the things that my kids were going through and, uh, you know, and it's, you know, it's, not, it's not my business to talk about. So I'm only going to talk about it so much here. You're not going to get a huge insight on the things that my kids go through. But like to be the parent that's there and helping them go through that, to helping them learn and these coping mechanisms and 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 going through school and, you know, just the day-to-day -day ins and outs. I've always said this. One of, one of my greatest joys and prides of being a human on this planet is getting to watch my children interact with each other, not even necessarily with me. I mean, like, I'm off washing dishes or cleaning or doing something, and just to hear them and the way that they interact, to hear them and the way that they talk to each other and they help each other. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill the way that they love each other and just hearing them laugh amongst the amongst each other has always been one of the greatest joys of my life but now as they are going into almost all my children except Alan my youngest are teenagers at this point and just to hear how some of their conversations have grown to hear Maya and Xavier talk about college and their plans and, and what they want to do with their life and how Maya wants to go to New York and like going through and sitting back in those times and like over the course of my depression like and you guys know I lost my brother like literally almost a year before I started this podcast. Shout out to Terrence and rest in peace there. And that's been always something that's hurt me. And then like to lose my grandparents and then like I'm still processing losing my grandmother, Helen, which was almost 20 years ago. But she was such an important part of my life that still when I see her pictures, I still cry. And then to add two other grandparents to that, it's just it's been it's been a rough go. But, you know, I like because. 
I think what the thing that I've battled with, and this is that imposter syndrome, is that I'm I, I'm the elder now. Like that that is one of the most craziest things in my life is that I am the elder now. Like the people that like used to look to my uncle John and, and to my dad and to my mom and like them for guidance, like now I'm that person, not only for my children, but some of the other people around me. And so like that's been a this huge, crazy like revelation. And I don't want to say that I'm going through like a midlife crisis. I'm far too young to be going through a midlife crisis, but like um, I'm going through a, a, a time where there's just Everything that I sit back and I talk about and think about and and process mentally and try to be this this great man for my children um, and how they have pushed me to just step outside my box. Like, yeah, I, and I know I'm talking about the last year of my time away, almost all as if it, as if it was negative, and it was not. It was some of the best times of my life. Um, um, like like some of the most filled moments with love and and you know. I'm at the best place that I've ever been financially, professionally, um, and all those things. And and I was using uh, photography as an escape. I was using, of course, podcasting as an escape. It's therapy. It's what it's supposed to be for. But in going through all those moments and those times, I'm just like, like I, I don't know. I'm just in this place now where I'm in, I, I think I, I, the way that I that word it is, I'm in this place of just being really reflective of, of everything that's come before and how it's led me here now being in my mid thirties. And it just felt like I was just 19 years old, like yesterday. Right. And now I'm 36 years old. Um, and, and I'm, I, I can honestly say that I am for the most part at the place that I wanted to be at by this point of life. And there's a type of weight to that. There's a type of Okay, have I peaked? Like, there's there's so many things that go through your mind when you're at, like, really everything that you could ever have wanted. I could say that I have now. And that is a weird place to be in because it's now it's like, because before I'm able to be the young, scrappy, like, the hard-headed, the hot-headed, like, all of this. And now it's like, I have things to lose. And that's for somebody who has always said, I have nothing to lose, right? Nothing. To be in a place now where I can honestly, genuinely say that I have things to lose in my life is wild. Because, like, yeah, when you're grinding and you're working to get and you're clawing your way up and you're and you're and you're going through these things to get to that place, you're not thinking about the journey. You're just thinking about the next goal. And now I'm at the place now where I'm trying to form my next goals, not only for podcasting, not only for photography, not only for short filmmaking, not only professionally, not only for my children, not only as a as a father, a parent, a man, but I'm at this place now where I can sit back and almost be lazy and say, I have every single thing that I could have ever wanted, ever wanted. I have all of it right now. And that's not a brag. That's not a boast. That that's it's It's a weight that comes with that because then it's like, Okay, I can't plateau out. I got people that's dependent on me. I can't rest in the fact that I that I am at this place that I've always dreamed to be at. This financial freedom that I have, this this um this mental health that I have like and don't get me wrong, getting to a place of being mentally healthy as somebody who has had to fight their own demons for somebody who's had who's gotten in their own way in a lot of times and that's been like I really look back at it and I always say this like the biggest opponent that I've ever had to fight in life was me. 
And I know I'm all over the place right now. Again, like I said, we'll get more back to like the the formulaic, not formulaic, that sounds bad, but the structured episode starting next week. But I I, I really wanted to start this off in this in this rebirth in a way of the awakened soul, new logo, new goals, new mindset, new everything. Before I brought on any guests and had any deep conversations, I had to start off in a place that is representative of where I have been through and what I've gone through in my time away. It'd be unfair to the people that have supported the show and that has still been listening to this show even while I'm not re- releasing new episodes if I did not take the time out to really evaluate just where I am. And that is the biggest thing. Like the grind, like to be in a place where you don't have to be the one grinding all the time, to be in the place where you don't have to claw, you don't have to, everything isn't this mad dash, but to realize too, okay, let me not take my foot off the gas completely because I still need to reevaluate my goals. I need to set new goals, right? Um, but in doing all that at the same time of, of leading these children and these little adults that are just amazing people. And even my time away, the one thing, one of the things that I, outside of getting myself together, that was most powerful, poignant, and important in this time that I've been away from the awakened soul has just been being present in my children's life. And not that the awakened soul stopped me from being present. It didn't, but the, that 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 deeper side of me, that introspective side of me that I've had that I have to tap into for this show, I was a, I was able to more so give to my children, and that that's that was a powerful thing. And they've grown, I've grown, we've grown together. Um, and I think that that's just been a, a a great thing to go through. Um, but to bring it all home again, I know this is kind of all over the place right now, and there's going to be nobody who listens to the show. If this is your first time listening to The Awakened Soul, I promise you this is not how every episode is going to go. We are a very structured and segmented podcast where we have defined segments and where we'll talk about, and we'll get to it. Like, we're going to get about the things that's going on in black culture. We're going to get into the music. We're going to get into the movies. We're going to get into the film. We're going to get into the activism. We're going to get into the mental health. We're going to get into all of that. But before we go through that, I needed you guys to understand my journey, right? I needed you to understand that the haze now that's taking over this show um, isn't the same one as before. It's not, it's, it's just wasn't, I can't be, there's no way realistically that I can come into being this into back into the show and tap into that side of me and it be the same because I'm different now, right? I am different. I am in a different place mentally. I am in such a better place. Um, still an asshole, still lovable. I'm always going to be the lovable asshole. Hayes. And I'm always going to be the person that puts my all into anything that I touch, I have to. If I'm not putting my all into something, then I don't need to be touching it. That's the way that I view it. I've always viewed it that way. And I know that that works for some people and it doesn't work for others. And that's fine. Not everybody's going to create the same way. But for me to be who I need to be for this show, for me to be who I need to be in life, for me to be who I am, right? And the the person that I've become you guys have to understand my journey. You kind of have to understand what goes through my mind. And this is, I know it's not as as segmented and as, you know, put together as my shows have been in the past, but it's just it, it's 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 the self-doubt that I had that I have faced. Like, and I really think, and I bring this all back to this. Like me starting Chicago Bull Central has started a whole new venture, a whole new um opportunity of making money and everything for me. But it started in a place of just covering just a a, a kid covering his favorite team. Um but I hesitated to do that show for so long. There was three years that I kicked around just about of doing that show, and I hesitated to do it because I, I the imposter syndrome. I looked at it and said, I don't have sources. I'm not this sports analyst. Who am I to talk about this team that I love with all my heart? 
Um, and it really took me out of it. And then, and I just decided like, let me not shout out to pops for giving, putting the battery in my back and basically calling me a pussy for not starting the show. And then I decided to start it. And it's been just this, this, it's been a dream. I've interviewed people that I've just like people that I idolize. Like Stacey King was on that show. You know, that's, that's crazy to me. Stacey King is a guy. I used to have a Stacey King poster in my room as a child. And now I can say that I've talked to the guy and he said, Hey, I'm like, he's asked me about the awakened soul. That is crazy, right? And it's just, it's, it's, it's just been so insightful. And I never would have thought that I would have found another side of myself in this creative outlet by covering a sports team, right? I never would have thought that. And so, like, and, and, and finding like Pat and like Pat's like my little brother at this point in, in a lot of ways, and Steve O, JDH, and like, and you know, I know these are names that are not gonna necessarily resonate with you, but I found Brandon L. Jett, I found these people that now have become such a big and major part of just supporting me and just and just uplifting me and just like a, a part of my of my of my core in a, in a lot of ways. And so you never know what the path and the journey is gonna be, but sometimes you just have to go down that journey and that path. And where you're going to come out on the other side of that is a journey of self-discovery that maybe you didn't even understand that you were on at that time. And so to get back to the awakened soul, to get back to me, to get back to what we're going to go with this, it's going to be introspective. It's going to be deep. It's going to be overly deep at times like it was before. But that's what it is. That is me. And I think like now I'm so much more of a formed version of myself um, that this show is going to be so much better than even what it was before. And that's something that I find and I think is just crazily special because something that, you know, I, I've had people that's on, that listen to the show that have called me and said, me doing the episode with my father made them reach back out to their father they hadn't talked to for years and build that bridge. And they built and reconnected that. And it's like, I I, I never took for granted that I that this show had that impact on people. But I think now that, I've gone through what I've gone through. I, I respect that impact a little bit more. And it's going to be so much of a better place to be on now. Um, and just so much better of an outlet and a resource and a platform than what it is ever before. So, you know, to end all this, what The Awakened Soul is going to be going forward is going to be the deep content. It's going to be the insightful. It's going to be having great guests with great conversations that hopefully somebody finds their breakthrough on. And I don't take it for lightly. I don't take it for granted. I don't take any of that because the awakened soul is important. And you guys have reminded me in my time away. And my time away also has reminded me what having an outlet like this can do for people. And so if going through my story of me talking about like, I just, I'm just in such a better place mentally, man. And, and I think, you know, therapy is a wonder. And I, and I'm a big proponent for, for therapy I, I don't, like we got to stop that stigma in therapy and that's part of why this show came around too. So it's just, I haven't always been the best person. I haven't always been the best father. I haven't always been the best coworker. I haven't always been the best business partner. I haven't always been the best, like I just haven't always been the best. And I think going through the sad times that I went through, going through the therapy, going through made me realize that, yeah, I haven't always been the best, but I've still been good. Right. And I've still been there even through my darkest time as I have never not been there for the people that I love. And you guys are the listeners. If you're, if this podcast is touching your eardrums, you are somebody that I love. And I mean that like just by that connection. And so I'm going to pay you guys a lot more respect 
and 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 holding me accountable for the content that we deliver here. And that's going to be what it's going to be. And uh, that's it for this. Um, the return episode is what I'm titling it of the Awakened Soul podcast. And we will be back starting next week um, with deeper concepts and things that I like to deliver. So, again, this has just been, I guess, a TED Talk, a, a, a step inside my mind in a different way than I usually give it. And uh, I love you guys for being here and listening through this journey. But we are now tuned in. We're locked back in. The Awakened Soul is going to be back to the best goddamn weekly show you guys have ever heard and listened to. Make sure you guys are following the show at Awakened Soul Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. The Awakened Soul uh, Pod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail to just sound off, welcome me back, talk about the things you've been through, reconnect, whatever it is. The number to do so is 614-547-2039. We are the number one spot for uh, everything. That's just what it is. I love you guys, man. Um, yeah, that's me signing off. I'll see you guys next week, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.